December 7th, 2022. We're continuing in Masechet Berachot, we're on Dafhet Amudbet, in the uh, medium lines. There's the top narrow and the bottom widest, where in the medium lines, if you count down from when they begin, it's 15 lines down, it's the last word on the line is Rabban. The Gemara brings us back to our Mishnah. We're going to have final conversations about our Mishnah. If you recall, our Mishnah mentioned three opinions with regards to the latest time to say Kiryat Shema Shel Arbit. First opinion was that of Rabili Ezer. He said, you have Ad Sofha Ashmura Harishona until the first third of the night. Second opinion in our Mishnah was that of Hachamim. They said, you have until Hatzot, until midnight. Of course, Sha'ot Zemaniot, when the night is cut up evenly with regards to hours and minutes. The last opinion was that of Rabban Gamliel, which of course was appended to the story of his sons. Um, the halacha with regards to Rabban Gamliel was that you have all the way until Alot HaShahar. Says the Gemara, Rabban Gamliel Omer, that last opinion that you have all the way until uh, the first uh, uh, glimmers of light in the morning. Amar of Yehuda Marshimuel, halacha ke Rabban Gamliel. Statement here in the Gemara is that the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel, which appears to tell us that even even in an ideal way, the halacha accords with the opinion of Rabban Gamliel that you could, with uh, full force of law behind you, say Kiryat Shema of Arbit all the way up until what we call again Alota Shahar, the first the first glimmers of light in the morning. Does that uh, does that stand water with regards to halakha l'ma'aseh? It sounds like it from the Gemara. The Gemara has a succinct, clear statement about that. Indeed, some of the Rishonim understand it as such. Rosh, for example, interprets the halakha l'ma'aseh on this matter, following Rabban Gamliel, you could say Kiryat Shmashel Arbit, all the way, l'chatechila. Ideally, there's no try to do it by midnight. Ideally, even up until... Alot uh, Shahar would be uh, appropriate for Kiryat Shema Varbit. Rambam in Perek Aleph of Hilchot Kiryat Shema has a different approach to this matter. His interpretation to the Gemara appears to be along the lines of other Rishonim, and that is when we talk about the Halakha like Rabban Gamliel, we mean as opposed to Rabili Ezer. If you recall, our Mishnah, as I mentioned, has three opinions. Now, Rabili Ezer fundamentally disagrees with both Hachamim and Rabban Gamliel. If you're to put sides of this disagreement, it's Rabban Gamliel and Hachamim on one side, and Rabili Ezer on the other. And what I mean by that is, they're really disagreeing in a very basic sense with regards to how to interpret the Pesukim in the Torah. The Torah says, You say Kiryat Shema when you go to sleep, or when you lie down, and when you wake up. The question is, how do you define the time of going to sleep? Rabbi Ezer understands it as the beginning time of going to sleep. The general consensus, consensus and, and, and general practices within the first third of the night, that's when people go to sleep. And as a result, you can't say Kiryat past that time. It would no longer be Beshoch Becha. Hachamim and Rabban Gamliel disagree fundamentally with that interpretation. Beshoch Becha doesn't mean when you go to sleep. It rather means when you're sleeping. And the average person will be sleeping until Hatzot, until Alot HaShahar. Which means to say, the question in our Gemara with regards to who we're following, Lahalacha, is not so much the specifics of Rabban Gamliel until Alot HaShahar, as opposed to Hachamim until Hatzot, until midnight. It's rather to interpretation in the Pasuk. 
We're not following Rabili Ezer, who says you only have the first third of the night, where he interprets Bishok Becha as the beginning time of going to sleep. We're rather following the other side of the aisle, who maintains that Bishok Becha means any time that you're going to sleep. And therefore, we don't need to accept Rabban Gamliel Lechatechila in an ideal sense, you could say Kriyat Shema all the way until the morning, but rather we follow the opinion of Hachamim. Rabban Gamliel is Bidi'avad. If you missed it at Hatzot, at midnight, by midnight, saying Kriyat Shema Shel Arbit, you can say all the way until the morning. That's how Harambam interprets it, and that in turn is the way Shohan Aruch is posek lahalacha, like Harambam against Rosh, which means to say halacha l'ma'aseh on this matter. If a person were to be determining, when am I going to say Kiryat Shema, they need to say it before midnight. Oh, but I could say it until, you could say it until Alot HaShachar, but that's only Bidi'avad. That's if you didn't have another alternative. That's if uh, you had a pressing need. That's if, for whatever reason, you needed to come to that. But ideally, the Halakha, although it seems to sedate differently in our Gemara, Harambam, and in turn, Shohan Aruch explained to us, Wouldn't have been clearer if he meant... What the, the wouldn't Rav Yehuda Marshimuel have been clear, I think is what you mean, right? In other words, Rav Gamliel is clear. Rav Gamliel holds yeah. that it's even Lechat The statement here in the Gemara, you're right. It's not precise in terms of Amar Rav Yehuda Marshimuel Halachat Rav Gamliel. It should be something along the lines of, of the learning of Rabban Gamliel. You're right. That's the way Harambam apparently does understand the question. And, you know, you bring support for Rosh by saying... Ikar, the fundamental claim is Haser min Hatsefer, yeah. Says Gemara Anwar Tanya, Abiraita, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Omer, Pe'amim, Shadam Kore Kiryat Shema, Shete Pe'amim Balayla. There will be times that a person could, it's not saying that you should, but could say Kiryat Shema two times during the night. Ahat Kodem Shia'ale Amuta Shahar, Ve'ahat Le'ahar Shia'ale Amuta Shahar. One will be after the uh, first uh, glimmers of light, Amud HaShachar, one will be beforehand, and by doing so, Kiryat right before, and Kiryat right afterwards, V'yoseh bahen yedei chovato, achat shel yom v'achat shel layla. And you'll be able to fulfill your mitzvah of Kiryat one for, of course, the first one, Kiryat shel Arbit, and the second one, Kiryat shel Shachrit. Now, it's clear, this would be following the opinion of Rabban Gamliel, right? Uh, maybe even Rabban Gamliel's interpretation of the Hachamim. But either way you slice it, it's clearly not Rabbi Eliezer, because we're accepting that Kiryat Shema Shel Arbit could go all the way until Alot HaShachar. But the Gemara will have a very simple, straightforward question. The statement that we began with is, sometimes, Pe'amim, a person will say Kiryat Shema twice, next word, Balayla, at night. If you're referring to this time period as night, Meaning not only before Alot HaShachar, but even after Alot HaShachar. If that's referring to night, how's it possible that you're saying Kiryat Shema Shel Shachrit, which by definition means morning, during the Laila. Had Gufa Kashya, says the Gemara, that statement inherently, Gufa inherently, within and of itself, Kashya, it's difficult. Amarta, your initial statement was Pe'amim, there'll be times... Or it's possible. Your statement is sometimes a person will say Kiryat Shema twice at night. Alma, it's clear. What seems to be clear is that even after Amud HaShachar is considered quote unquote night, the Hadar and the next words, Hadar means in afterwards, Tane, you taught. 
He said, I'll fulfill. I understand that one of the Kriyat Shema you told me it is Laila. How could you fulfill Kriyat Shema Shahrit? Alma, it seems clear then, Yimamahu. That's daytime. So then why do you refer to it initially as nighttime? Answers the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Le'olam. Excuse me. Says the Gemara, Lo. Le'olam Le'liyahu. I will maintain that both before and even after Alot HaShachar is considered night. Considered night, really. And the reason we refer to it as daytime, again, with regards to Kriyat Shema Shachrit, because there are inshe people who are awake at that time. In other words, the Gemara is somehow being able to bridge the gap here and suggest it's really nighttime, but there's a permissibility with regards to Kiryat Shema. So what does that mean for us? Then why are you calling it nighttime? If you're telling me people wake up at that time and as a result they say Kiryat Shema, so then your initial statement is just circular. Your initial statement was was not a sharp statement. Your statement was you could say Kiryat Shema both at night and you fulfilled your mitzvah of Kiryat Shema of night and of morning and then you told me, no, but it's really night but it's considered morning. So then it wasn't night. Tosafot explains. Tosafot on the right-hand side over here says V'yesh Lomar in the middle, four lines down. Dehacheka amar le'olam le'liyahu bish'ar mitzvot de'ba'inan behu yom kemotefilin besisit. Says Tosafot, the initial statement goes like this. It's both considered nighttime, both before Alot HaShachar and even after Alot HaShachar. With regards to what? With regards to mitzvot that need to be done during the day. For example, says Tosafot, Sisit, Tefillin. Can I put on and say a beracha on my Sisit and my Tefillin from Alot HaShachar? The answer is no. Why not? Laila, it's still nighttime. Can I say Kiryat Shema? Yes. Why Kiryat Shema? Yes. Because Kiryat Shema, the Hidush, is not specifically daytime. It's rather waking time. And since some people will wake up at that time, we therefore consider that time period daytime le'inyan Kiryat Shema. Which means, say, if I'm talking lahalacha about this Beraita, I'm understanding that the halacha would be that Kiryat Shema can be said before I can do other mitzvot after Alot HaShachar. Now, Tosafot goes on to explain that this, in their mind, doesn't seem perfectly sharp, because the Mishnah later on, on Daftet, we'll see it very soon, gives us a specific time for Kiryat Shemashel Shachrit. I know we've been talking about until now, Kiryat Shemashel Arbit, but over there the Mishnah is going to talk about Me'ematai Korin Shema B'Shachrit. When do you begin saying Kiryat Shachrit? And the Gemara gives, uh, excuse me, the Mishnah gives examples. Mishiyakir, when you're able to distinguish Mitechelet Lekarti, or Mitechelet Lelavan, when you're able to distinguish between two colors. That's later than Alot HaShachar. So how come the statement over here was that it needs to be done, or you could do it already from Alot HaShachar? says Tosafot, ah, we're not fully clear in our Gemara. When we say Alot HaShachar, we need a little bit later than that. There is a question on this Tosafot, though. I know I'm building a lot, one on top of another very quickly, but the next question on Tosafot is, wait a second, Bishimon ben Yochai does not seem to be talking Lechat He's not talking in the ideal sense. So he's telling you in an Ideal sense, you could do it already from Alot Hashachar. There's a major nafkamina lahalacha over here, right? In other words, and this is the way Shohan Aruch goes, Bidi'avad, if you're in a pressing circumstance and situation, you could say Kiryat Shema already from Alot Hashachar. How do you know? I know that from here. Tosafot is telling you, even Bidi'avad, 
Bishimon ben Yochai, you can only start it from later on when you're able to distinguish. In other words, minutes later, whatever the exact amount is, we'll discuss when we get there, when you'll be able to distinguish between those colors, but not from Alot HaShachar. Okay, the Gemara continues, and the Gemara interestingly says, uh, first and foremost, Amar Avaha Bar Hanina, Amar Avaha Bar Hanina, Amar B'Yoshua ben Levi, Halacha Ker B'Shimon ben Yochai. Halacha is like B'Shimon ben Yochai in this respect, that Kiriyat Shema Shel Shachrit, can be said after Alot HaShachar, and by extension, Kiryat Shema Shel Adbit, interestingly, can be said until Alot HaShachar. Okay, says the Gemara, Ika Dematne Yesh Shelibmedu. There's a different version here with regards to that statement of Bishimon Ben Yochai. It's going to be identical, except for one particular but important change. What's that? Ika Dematne, there are those who teach Lehader Avahabar Hanina, Aha Detanya, on the following Beraitar, Bishimon Ben Yochai Omen. So this time, Bishimon ben Yochai is quoting in the name of Rabbi Akiva. Right? So in other words, the first time we had Bishimon ben Yochai on his own. Now it's Bishim Rabbi Akiva, and we're going to have a statement about the halakha being like this. What's that? There are times that a person will say Kriyat Shema two times instead of the word Balayla, this time it's Bayom. Okay, that's one change. So you have an almost identical structure of a beraita. You have different coordinates, different details. Here's how it goes. There can be two Kiryat Shemas recited by a single person, both during daytime instead of nighttime. One before Henetzah Hama. Henetzah Hama is later than Alot HaShachar. And one after Henetzah Hama. Henetzah Hama is defined as the actual sunrise. It's when the sun actually rises above the horizon. It comes above the horizon. Well, that being the case, then, now let's let's figure this out. What changed over here? Now our Kiryat Shema Shel Arbit got pushed back. Do you understand? Instead of Kiryat Shema Shel Arbit, as we read in our Mishnah, the latest time being Alot HaShachar, the first glimmers of light, we can now say it all the way until Henetzah Hama. That's an amazing statement. Which nobody says. Uh, we have, have seen nothing of that sort yet. That's right. And now You're we have statements. You do back to back. Now you can do it a little all later. All the way until Hineta Hama. That's an amazing thing. Um, but before before we get to appreciating it in its full respect, the Gemara says I have a inherent contradiction again. Hagufa Kashya. That's right. Hagufa Kashya. Amarta, you began by telling me Peamim Shadam Kore Peamim Bayom Alma. It was clear from that statement. Kodem Hama. Even before Hineta Hama, after Alota Shachar again. Alota Shachar being the first glimmers. Hineta Hama meaning the ball rising above the horizon. Yemamahu. That's Consider daytime the hadar and then you told me you said ben yedei chovato hachel yom hachel laila alma leliyahu. It then appears to be telling me that it's night. Lo says the Gemara leolam yemamahu. After henetz hamayd actually is daytime. Of course, Tosafot will tell you leinyan what for matters that need to be performed during the nighttime. Once you hit henetz hamayd. It's no longer nighttime. You know, something along the lines of, we might imagine, Sefirata, Omer, other mitzvot that need to be done during the night. Once you hit an Etzah it's no longer nighttime. Well, you can do that. 
In other words, you're, you're, that's but however, uh, excuse me. Once you hit alot hashachar, it's no longer nighttime. It's 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 already daytime. However, even after alot hashachar, you can say kiriat shema shel arbit. Why would you be able to do that even after alot hashachar up until an etzah hama? Hi, dekaru le leliad because there are people deganu beahisha There are some people who even after alot hashachar are sleeping. That's an amazing line in the Gemara. Always had me laughing, or chuckling at least. Because the statement in the Gemara is, listen, everybody knows just wake up then. The average person's waking up then. There are some people, it was similar to the statement we saw earlier. Again, it's just the contrast. There are some people who are, if you recall, still sleeping. So the statement over here is, some people still sleeping after since there's That's right, the lazy bum. Since they're still sleeping, we'll consider it nighttime. But it's not really nighttime. Now, mind you, Alot Hashachar, generally speaking, before 5 o'clock, right? So, as a Gemara, V'hai dekaru de leliyah, de'ikayin she'ed de'ganua, ganu means sleeping, ba'ihi sha'ata. So, as the Gemara, now, on the second statement, which, again, not pushed up, kiriyat shemashel shahrit, until Alot Hashachar, but rather, pushed back, kiriyat shemashel abit, all the way until Hinetza Hama, past Alot Hashachar, Amar bi'acha berbi'chamina, Amar bi'yoshua ben Levi, Halakha, kiribi shim'on, she'amar mishum rabi'akiva. Okay, so now the Gemara continues. We have two versions with regards to that statement, ultimately speaking of, you know, this cut-off time to a certain extent, that uh, transition period. And it's Hamalot Zera. Nabi Zera is following up on one of those two opinions, not fully clear yet whose. Ubilvad, you have to make certain, Shelo Yomar Hashkivenu. You should not say hashkiven. First, a little background. What is hashkiven? Hashkiven, of course, is the second beracha after Kiryat Shema, Shel Arbit. Right? Kiryat Shema, Shel Arbit has two berachot beforehand, two berachot afterwards. The second of those two, meaning the fourth and last of the berachot Kiryat Shema, is called hashkiven. Hashkiven, of course, begins with the words hashkiven avinu leshalom. Or hashkiven amunai elokeinu leshalom. It's a reference to put us to sleep in peace. It's inappropriate, this statement is, at one of these times, either after Alot HaShachar or right before Alot HaShachar, to be saying Hashkivenu. Rashi's understanding of this Gemara, when it says, Amar Yomar Hashkivenu, is that it's bringing us back to the earlier statement in the Gemara, the first Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, where he wasn't naming in the na- saying in the name of Rabbi Akiva. What was the statement over there? That Kiryat Shema Shel Arbit can be done all the way until Alot HaShachar. When you're close to Alot HaShachar, when you're at that time period, don't say Hashkiveno any longer. Why not say Hashkiveno any longer? Because no, not many people are actually going to sleep at that time any longer. And therefore, as Rashi writes, as look at Rashi on the right-hand side, Bildad Shaloyomar HaShkiveno, HaKore Kriyat Shema Shalayla Shahrit, Samuch La'amut HaShachar, you're saying it kind of in the morning, close to Kriyat Shalayla Shahrit, HaShkiveno, She'en Odzman Tehillat Shechiva, Elazman Sof Shechiva. Since at the end time of sleeping, it's true you could say Kriyat Shema, but you shouldn't say Hashkivenu put us to sleep, God, with peace. Tosafot dis- uh, uh, disagrees with Rashi. Tosafot on the left-hand side, on the words, on the statement, right? Rashi took these words, which are injected now, and he really took them and displaced them. He put them back on right? Do you follow? And others, says Tosafot, uh, difficult. You're before Alot HaShachar. It might be the ending time of sleeping, again, for once upon a time. But anyway, it's still a sleeping time. 
why would you not say Hashkivenu? The Odom, furthermore, the Havale le Memara, It should have been said right after the statement earlier. Therefore, suggest Tosafot, this is going specifically when you're saying Kiriachima of Arbit after Alota Shahar. Right, he's saying it at the later time before Hineta Hama, then says Tosafot, don't say Hashkivenu. There's also a Hidush of saying Hashkivenu at all. I thought we were just saying Kiriachima this whole time. No, what? Are you going to say Kiriachima without Bekot Kiriachima? If you're still allowed to say so Kiriachima. Sure. We're talking about praying Arbi. Absolutely. If so it's Amida, still is, everything. Absolutely. I thought we were talking about Alamita. No, we're specifically on Ki- No, 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 I'm sorry. No, this is Kiriachima Shel Arbit, like our first Mishnah. Kiriachima Shel Arbit. And if you say, if we're talking about the actual time you're allowed to be saying it, we're talking about saying it with the Berachot. When we talk about this, the halacha shohanaruch indeed does say if you're doing it in such a circumstance, you should not say a hashkivenu. Um, however, it, it should be mentioned, even though it's not nifsak lahalacha. Some of the rishonim quote from the Sar Mikutzi, one of the rishonim's uh, contemporaries. His opinion over here is not that you're talking about actually skipping the beracha of hashkivenu. Well, what do you mean? The Mishnah says to say hashkivenu. Just skip the words hashkivenu, avinu l'shon hashkivenu, amonai elokeinu l'shalom. Then you start b'hamidenu. Start with those words. In other words, those first words are the specifically problematic statement and utterance. Now, the general consensus and Shulchan Aruch's understanding of this is not so. We're talking about the entire mention of that beracha. Says the Gemara in in its concluding statements with regards to this for us today. Ki ata Rav Yitzhak bar Yosef Amar. When Rav Yitzhak bar Yosef arrived from Eretz Yisrael, he reported. That statement which we had earlier, where we were posek lahalacha like Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, lav itmar. It wasn't stated explicitly in this context. itmar. It was rather derived from and came up in context, which means to say they weren't in the midrash just discussing this, and then he spoke up and said, "Oh, halacha Rabbi Shimon." No, not so. Now the story went as follows: There was a pair of rabbis. The Ishtakur, they got drunk, Bihilula Dibre, Dirbi Yoshua ben Levi. It was the wedding of Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, and they became intoxicated. They came to Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi after being drunk, as Rashi says, after falling asleep. After the time of Amut Hashachar, they show up and they turn to their rabbi, whose son was that wedding, that night wedding. Amar, he says to them, His statement was, and listen carefully to the words, You can depend upon, you can follow the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, which means to say, when we're dealing with this halacha of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, of going up until Henei Hama, which we mentioned in the Gemara again, it's not lechatechila. It's only bidi'avad. We're dealing with over here what we would call ones. As a matter of fact, the Rishonim do distinguish between our Mishnah, those students of Rabban Gamliel, and this circumstance. The students of Rabban Gamliel may have not been, excuse me, the sons of Rabban Gamliel may have not been the same circumstance of ones to the extent that we would permit them all the way until Hama. Our Mishnah, that's what you were asking earlier, Victor, right? In other words, the Mishnah only gave you until Alota Shachar. Maybe until Alota Shachar is when we don't consider this a situation of ones. What would be honest? You fell asleep because of the intoxication. They came home. It was not Alot HaShachar. They were awake. Maybe they were partying late, but they should be able to read. So we give them until Alot HaShachar according to Rabban Gamliel. This statement, which extends the period all the way until Henei Hama, again, only in pressing situations, but suggests Rosh, 
And in turn, Shohan Aruch is only when it's considered honest. As Rashi explained in this case, they fell asleep. As the words in the Gemara implied, Ishtakur, they became intoxicated to the extent that they could not say Kiryat Shema. So Lahalacha, we then understand that we go on several points. Number one, Kiryat Shema Shel Albit should be said by Hatzot, by midnight. Number two, Bidi'avad, it can be said until Alot Hashachar. Number three, Bimakom Ones, if it's a pressing situation to the extent that it was out of your control, you fell asleep because you were involved in a mitzvah. You Isn't fell that asleep. It's beyond bidi'avad. It's honest. Bidi'avad means it wasn't ideal. You can determine, you can decide to do bidi'avad. But what if I just stayed awake? I just wasn't in the mood. I was busy uh, doing something else. Could I now say until Hinetzah Haman? No. The answer is you may not say it in such a situation. Do you understand? That's the third level. It needs to be that you were honest, that you fell asleep against your will, and we want to assume that it was because you were doing something uh, praiseworthy beforehand. You were involved with the Hilulah, the wedding. That's why that happened. Then and only then do you have until Hinetzah Hama. Again, that's the way Rosh and in turn Tur and Shohan Aruch understand this and Posek Lahalachani Arukim Arab Baruch Adonai Amen ve Amen.